Welcome to the Freedom to Flourish podcast, where you can learn how to put your why back into your work so you can flourish beyond what you thought possible. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, and I help creatives just like you quit the comparison, crush their goals, and build their dream life. Each week, I'll leave you with step-by-step action items so you can start to see results right away. I believe you're just a few steps away from your most successful year. Let's dive in. Today, we are talking about how to build passive income as a service-based business owner. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that we need to know how to diversify. We need to be able to have multiple streams of income, multiple revenue streams, so that when something world-changing happens, that we aren't left without anything. The creative business owners that I know, so many of them were really hit hard by that by the pandemic because their source of income was completely wiped away. I think of photographers. We weren't able to do any sessions at all. So income was completely wiped away. And also as an as a photo editor, my income was was wiped away too because my clients weren't shooting. And those that were able to shoot as uh, different restrictions kind of started to lift or the very small ways that they were able to make money for themselves, they were having to save money and not pay me or hire me because they lost so much of their income. So it's very important to diversify so that when crazy things happen, you have something else to fall back on or something else to rely on. And for most of us business owners, I know that we're just trying to keep our heads afloat and we're trying to make what we have already happen, what we're doing already get off the ground. And you might think, well, goodness gracious, I'm barely even doing the thing that I can already do. And I understand that I'm totally there. I'm right there with you. But with a few things, you can begin to create multiple revenue streams Um, um, even alongside the the current products that you are already building or the current services that you're already offering. So I want to talk about that. Now, not only do we need to be able to diversify, but we also need to be able to generate scalable income. And I'm talking about what you might think of as passive income, income where you don't actually have to trade your time for money one for one as service-based business owners. That's what we do is we trade our time for money one for one. And if we don't scale that, then we're never going to, you know, we're always going to be limited on the um, amount that we can make because we're limited by the number of hours that we can work or the time that we can put into a product. So scaling your business is really going to be beneficial In the long run, you have to remember that nothing is passive, totally passive, where you just do nothing and then you get the money. Everything requires a little bit of work at the beginning and some require a lot of work. And we'll talk about more about about things like that as we get on later in the episode. But I'm speaking mostly to service-based business owners today. I believe that product-based business owners could take some of some information away, but I think that product-based business owners are already implementing a little bit of scalability into their businesses depending on what they do. For example, if you're an artist, you probably 
spending a lot of time working on one particular piece of art, and then you can sell a print. And that is scalable, where you invest the time to create the one piece of art, and then you sell prints. So you're scaling that to where it's no longer a one-for-one -one trade. If you were trading your original piece of artwork, that would be a one-for-one. -one. But when you sell prints, you're able to scale. Um, so I think that there are some things that I'm going to talk about that are related to product-based business owners. So don't check out, keep listening. But I think that all that to say product-based business owners, you guys probably already have a model for this in some way. Um, in some way, there, there, there is probably a way for you to scale. If not, maybe think about some ways that you can scale. If you create, um, if you create signs for people, wood signs, can you think about is there some way that you can outsource your production and create that design and then outsource it? Or maybe you have a handmade business and that's all you do is you create handmade products. Then that's great. Um, you are you can charge more money for those things because they're handmade in the same way that a photographer can charge more money for a wedding package because it's that special occasion and it's that one thing where they're giving their direct service to that client. And so those are things that you can charge a little bit more money for. So it just depends. But um, I want to give you some ideas on things that you can do to create passive income or scalable income, because remember, nothing is truly passive. So let's dive right in. Let's talk about some ideas um, about how you can begin to create some scalable income. So first of all, is you can start with low ticket offers. These are products. If you're a service-based business owner, this might be new to you to think of selling products. Um, but these are things that you, where you can take something that you're already doing in your business or something that you already know how to do and write it down or create a system, create a video, and then sell that product, that low ticket offer. And you just do it once. And then after that, you can sell, sell that. And then you can put the marketing on autopilot and be able to generate money that way. Let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. You could create a guide. For example, if you're a uh, photographer, you can offer an outfit guide to your couples. You may include this with your wedding packages already, but you could also sell it as a as a separate offering for someone who's randomly searching on Pinterest. Um, you know, outfits for engagement sessions. They could they could buy your guide, or um, you could use it as a lead magnet, a freebie, depending on the scope of the guide. So maybe it's a freebie that leads into another low ticket offering. But you could build out a style guide with loads of pictures and things like that to create a product that you sell for, you know, five dollars and people would 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 sell would buy that. Um, anyone, you could also have an equipment guide. You could um, create a workflow, write down your workflow workflow process and sell that. That's one way that you can um, create a low ticket guide a low ticket offering from something that you are already doing. So it's not, it, this is something that's going to be not too much extra work for you. You're just writing down the process that you already do. Um, what equipment you use, what workflows you, workflows you use in your business. You can sell a checklist. Maybe you have a checklist that you go through before each of your services and you can create that and then sell that as a low ticket guide. If you have a certain system for the way you work through things, um, I have a system that I go through on Trello with my cl editing clients. So in that way, you can 
write down that system, make a video, show people the system, and you could even create a template and sell them the template on Trello. Or if you're, if you're working with a CRM, you can create a workflow template and sell that. So these are low ticket offers, products where you take what you're already doing and then you write them down, create that product, that guide, that checklist, and then you sell it. Um, so that's something that would be scalable where you're no longer trading one for one, your time for money. You're writing it down the one time you're selling it multiple times. Okay. Now let's talk about mentoring or education. A lot of people um, jump into education as a way to generate scalable or passive income. But let's talk about some of the pros and cons for that. And first let's talk about mentoring. Mentoring is usually where you are doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with someone. Now, it's great because it's a way to diversify your income because you're no longer offering, um, you're no longer receiving money just for, you know, photographing a wedding or whatever it is that you do, but you can sell money to teach someone about what you did. And mentoring sessions, you can generally charge a decent amount of mentoring sessions. But let's talk about how can you scale part of the mentoring session. For example, when I was doing photography, I and I still do this. I do mentoring sessions for for people. But when I was doing photography, I made sure to really think about how how I got to where I am today, how I built my business and how I found clients and what I did along the way. And I wrote down my entire process. So I have that written down. And so now when someone comes to me and they want um, to have a mentoring session, with me, then I'm able to send them the processes that I've already written down almost as like a curriculum where they can go and on their time, they can read the information and, and I kind of split it up into different parts. So it's not information overload, but they can they can read a section and then they can have a mentoring session with me. So they've already done some work on their own. So that saves me time because I'm not having to explain the this process every single time that I get on a mentoring session with someone, but also it maximizes their time because they're able to get more specific help and ask different questions that may be more specific. So you can scale part of a mentoring session by writing down your processes and by keeping that somewhere where you can give it to them and use that same thing over and over. Of course, you'll need to make little tweaks over time as you as you change your process or as you learn more things, but the bulk of the work will be already done so that you can just charge for those sessions where you have to talk with someone. You don't have to prepare a slideshow every single time you just charge for the mentoring session. Now, another thing that you can you can look into is group coaching. Group coaching or group mentoring is is maybe you're teaching a live class, or maybe you're doing group coaching with people, and that's something that's even more scalable because then you're offering, um, you're getting paid by multiple people in exchange for your time. Now, it's important to remember that this is not totally passive. It's scalable, and each one is more scalable than the next because you're still going to need to spend time communicating with your coaching clients, with your mentoring clients, whatever it might be. So it's not totally passive. So you need to decide for yourself how much time are you willing to spend on this. Not only that, you're also going to be, be needing to market. How are you going to get clients? And marketing takes a lot of work. So it's not passive, but it is scalable. It's something that you can reproduce. And kind of once you find that sweet spot, then it's going to become easier and easier as you go. 
and you can streamline your processes as you go. Now let's talk about the big one that a lot of people talk about when they talk about passive or scalable income, and that's courses. Creating courses, they're like, oh, create a course. And they kind of paint it in this really dreamy light, this this so great, you know, that's so great where they say, oh, create a course. And then you're going to be able to just sell it automatically. And you're going to be able to generate so much more money because you're scaling it and you can just do it one time and then it's done. Guys, courses are a lot of work. It is a lot of work to create a course. Yes, it is scalable, but I just want to let you know if you think if you plan on creating a course, it's important to not underestimate the amount of time that it takes because you have to research, you have to plan, you have to prepare, write your outlines or your materials, then you have to record, you have to be able to edit, and then you have to build your sales funnels so that when people show up and want to buy your product that they actually get on the right page and buy your product and the money you know gets sent and everything where it's really easy for them so you don't lose those those sales you also have to market and sell to people so there really is a lot of work not only that you may have to create updates along the way um, when technology changes or when you know just different standard standards change in business you may have to update your course However, it is a great thing when you are able to bring in the leads and when you are able to get people to land on your page and um, when you do have a good strategy and you have a great sales page, a high converting sales page, it, it can bring in a lot of money. But I just want to let you know that it is a lot of work. So it's not passive by any stretch of the imagination, but it is scalable. So it's something to consider. Now, let's move away from education. I think that a lot of people think about when uh, when it comes to scalable or passive income, they think, oh, I have to teach. That's what everyone does. But what if you're just really not into teaching? What if you don't want to do that? A lot of times you can feel lost. But let me tell you, if you don't want to teach, that is okay. You do not have to. There are other ways to build, to build scalable or passive income. I would encourage you to get creative. Think about something that you can do that people will love. So, I mean, if there's something that you love to do, how can you make that easier for people? Or what can you do for people that will give them a really great experience that you can scale? One exam example that I love is when photographers do style shoots and then they charge um, for people to come in and be a part of their style shoots because they get to spend the time doing something what they're what doing something that they love, which is creating these amazing shoots for people, putting together the vendors, the color palette, the the florals, and contacting the vendors, telling them about their vision, putting it all together, and it it can turn out to be a really beautiful thing. And then you're also helping other people because photographers can come and get amazing portfolio work. They can come and have an amazing time connecting with other people, um, other photographers who are interested in the same things as them. And also, you are building that community with people, building that community so that they can realize, hey, they're not alone. So you are, when you're doing style shoots, you're helping everyone involved. And so that's one way to scale. That's a great way to scale that's not education-based, is finding something that you love to do and offering it to people saying, hey, I will set this style to shoot up for you. You come and shoot it. And it can also help to teach people how to put to put together a style shoot because they can see, you know, get there and see it live and in person and say, hey, I want to do this. So you don't have to just get into education if you want to scale your income. 
Think about something that you love that you want to create. Um, I've seen people, um, my friend Nicole, at Nicole, Nicole Lauren, I think, or maybe it's Nicole Lauren photo. I'll be sure to link that in the description of this. But she's done style shoots. And she's also, it's something that she does every single month. And so you can scale that even more by, by having a monthly subscription or maybe by just doing a different event every month. But she also um, created some scalable income when she made some uh, flat lays. She made flat lays. Um, she diversified. I guess it's not necessarily scalable because she was still making these flat lays. I don't know how many she made at once, but she would make um, flat lays for photographers, just backdrops that were really beautiful with different colors. And she made these and she was able to sell those. So she was diversifying her income through that. So you don't just have to get into education when it comes to um, scaling your income. We talked about low ticket offers, um, guides and checklists, equipment guides. Um, something that my husband has suggested multiple times is creating a syllabus for people who are new to your industry, which mean, and what he means by that is tell them what exactly do you need to get to where you want to be? What equipment do you need? And giving a checklist. What courses did you take to get to where you are? And write that down as like a syllabus and say, hey, after you do this, take this course. After you do this, take this course. And this could be a great way to sell your, you know, wedding photography syllabus or graphic designer syllabus. And you can charge for that guide where you're not even you're not even making really anything other than this guide. You're just pointing people to the right direction. So that's another thing that you can do as like a low ticket offer. Um, we talked about mentoring, we talked about group courses, we talked about courses, and then um, style shoots. Now, remember, with all of these things, um, there's still the issue of marketing, and that's something that we're going to tackle in a future episode, because marketing is hard, it is difficult, but there are strategies that you can implement to make it better, and things that you can do to generate those leads and get that get that income. And we'll talk about it in a future episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Now, I want to talk about two more areas of scalable income or passive income, um, just a way to kind of diversify. One of them is affiliate marketing. Now, I think when people hear affiliate marketing, they think icky thoughts. They're like, oh, that's gross. That's what those, you know, influencers do. And I don't want to be like that. They're always trying to sell me something. Well, Actually, in affiliate marketing can be something really great if you are promoting a product that you actually know and love. Think about it. How many how many products do you use that have referral programs? For me, I'll tell you which ones that I use. Um, it's I use Billy Razors. I love them so much. They send me a new razor every single month. I've used HelloFresh or different meal kit delivery services. Um, you know, there are so many things where where you can do send a referral link and then they will give you money back or, you know, um, credit to their store. HelloFresh, for example, anytime you send a bot, you, you get someone to sign up, I think it's like $25 or something. So if you are telling people about a product that you love, then you're also going to be able to help yourself pay for that product. And so it's, it's important to make sure that it's a product that you love. And then I feel like if it really is a product that you love, then it's not going to be icky or sleazy because I really do love HelloFresh. I really do love Billy Razors. And so I don't mind sharing that with people and they're going to reward you for spreading the word. 
Um, and if you have a large following, this is something that can really, really help you. Um, I remember uh, when I first started outsourcing my album designs as, as a photographer, I heard about it from Caitlin James and um, I had a referral code from Caitlin James. And so I got, you know, a discount on my first album or whatever. And I remember I actually met my album designer when I moved to California. Her name's Denise. She's an amazing photo organizer. She's so great. And I met her and she she just mentioned, oh, yeah, well, Caitlin got her all of her albums for free anyways, since she was referring so many people to us. And I was like, oh. Of course she was, you know, of course she was. But it, I wasn't mad about it because I really loved Align Album Design. They made my life so much easier. So I, it wasn't like, oh, that's icky. It was like, oh, that makes so much sense. So if there's a product that you love, a service that you use, share others, use that affiliate marketing. You could also, you know, when you, if you join the Amazon affiliate program, I'm not sure about the rules because I've never joined it. I heard that it changed a little bit. But if you do share a product that you love with people um, and they click on your link, then it actually gives you a little bit of a commission on anything that they buy on Amazon for the rest of the day. So it's something that you could look into um, to be a part of their affiliate marketing program. And then the last thing that I want to talk about just briefly is investing. Um, investing can be a really great way to diversify your revenue streams and also to ge generate, honestly, probably the most passive income that we've talked about. Um, I am not a financial advisor, but there are um, companies that you can invest in that may, um, you know, with compound interest can pay you back where it is truly passive, where you're putting in money and it's making you more money. Um, so something to consider as a way to diversify your income and to scale and to grow. So that's it. Um, we talked about low ticket offers mentoring and group coaching courses, um, doing something really creative that you can offer to people like a style sheet. It doesn't have to be education based. And then lastly, affiliate marketing and investing. If you have questions about your specific, um, your specific business, whatever your business is, if you want some ideas for how to generate passive income, be sure you're in my Freedom to Flourish community, my Facebook group. Um, you can ask me a question there. Just make a discussion, make a post comment on this video there um, once it's up or make a separate post asking me so that I can get to your questions. If you're not in my group, please join it. I will link it in the description. Thank you guys so much and I will see you guys next time. You've been listening to the Freedom to Flourish podcast. To find more resources for creative entrepreneurs or just to connect with me, head over to my website, christyjohnsoncreative.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.